Father in heaven, we give you thanks for this day. We thank you for gathering us here in this place to be in your presence and to be here as your children. We thank you especially, Father, for giving your word to us. We pray now that you'd open our hearts and minds to receive it and understand it and that you would use it to form us. We ask, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you'd pour out your Holy Spirit on us and on this place. And I ask, Lord, that you give me words to speak, but that my own words and thoughts be forgotten. In Jesus' name. Amen. It was about seven and a half years ago, I was in the town of Slave Lake, uh, one of the communities in the Diocese of Athabasca. It's about the middle if you're driving, because the highway kind of goes in a U-shape. But I was there for a confirmation. And what I like to do is to go on Saturday, if I can, for this, for, before Sunday, and spend some time with those who are to be confirmed, and just get to know them, and to talk to them about what's going to go on, and to find out if the priest actually taught them anything, all, all those <laughs> And on this occasion, um, I, I came to town, I, I went to the hotel, and I was already aware, but I could notice the smoke, because in northern Alberta we get forest fires in the summer, and there were some fires burning in the area. And I went to the church, we uh, you know, had our, our time together, and I came back to the hotel and I noticed um, that the smoke had picked up, and I was, it was interesting because you could see the water bombers flying around the town and uh, you know, battling the fires that were around. I got up the next morning to get ready to go to the church, and there was no smoke in the air at all. So, you know, that was, that was awesome. That was a good thing. We went to, uh, went to the church. We had the confirmation, and one of the families invited me to go for lunch with them after the, after the confirmation. And so we went, and, but when we came out of the church, there was a lot of smoke in the air in a couple of different spots. And we were paying a little more attention because some of the people in the parish were involved um, with, with, uh, with the fire. And some were for, uh, involved as, as uh, firefighters, and one was a town manager, and you know, different things like that. So we went to the restaurant, and I, I put in my order, and we were all visiting at this great long table. And I, I kind of picked up as, as time went by that one of the young ladies sitting at the end was following things on her phone. And then she said that they had just announced they closed the highway um, because of the fire. And it was the highway west, the highway I had to travel to go home. So I decided this was probably a good time to leave. And that I would see if I could get through so that I could get home. So I went to the waitress, I said, actually, I'm not going to have my order, you can cancel it. I went out and got in the car, and the traffic was just pouring into the town out of, out of the west. And as I drove by, there was fire in the ditches. Like it, it, it was right there. I could see why they had taken the action they had. But I got through. They, you know, it wasn't actually blocked off. It was just, you know, don't travel this way. So I left. I got home. Told Veronica all about my trip. We, you know, we had supper in our evening and went to bed. And we had gone to bed. The lights were out and the phone rang. And when the phone rings after you're in bed, it's almost never a good thing, is it? So instantly my heart rate about doubled, and I jumped out of bed, and I grabbed the phone. It was the dean of the cathedral. And he called to ask me. He was surprised, I think, to hear my voice, and then he asked me if I was okay. I said, well, yeah, I'm fine. Why wouldn't I be? He said, they've evacuated the whole town. So the 
town I left, when I left, they were evacuating people from the small communities and farms outside into town. What I hadn't realized and didn't know because I hadn't paid any attention is that of the fires that were burning, the one that was on the east side of the town had picked up and burned in and the town had fires come in from all the sides and they had to evacuate the entire town. And to make it more interesting, the power went out before they could give all the evacuation notices and so it's a miracle. The entire town was evacuated with no losses of, of life. Everybody got out. It was just incredible. But I hadn't realized what had happened and it, I just was amazed at what had happened. Some months later after the town, you know, people had come home, we decided it would be good for us to go and to be with the people there on a Sunday. And by then the rain was falling, the fires were out, only the rain didn't stop falling. And when we were driving, we had we, the road was blocked off. We had to turn and go all the way around the whole other way to get there in time for church. And one of the young men who I just confirmed and said to me, maybe you should tell us when you're coming next time. <laughs> now that the town had flooded. <laughs> I think he wasn't too sure I should ever come back. <laughs> but you know, it's, all, it's very difficult to tell how these things happen. But at the end of the day, what they think happened is the fire on the east side of the town was caused by somebody out on an ATV. Do you, do you know what ATVs are? You know, four-wheelers? Somebody was out just having a good time in the bush, and you know, in the exhaust that gets under there, and you're driving in the mud, and the stuff gets up. And that stuff had packed up underneath, um, and it was near the exhaust, the muffler, and it dried out and caught fire, or got a spark, and it just fell, and the bush was so dry. And it burned the forest, and it burned the town. A third of the town was destroyed in that fire because someone hadn't cleared out the gunk from underneath the ATV. And a little spark had caused this enormous fire that burned the town. They had to evacuate it, and the losses were just incredible. James, when he writes, says, the tongue can be like a small fire. And what an enormous fire can be lit by a small spark. What James says to us is our words are very significant. He says that anyone is, you know, if somebody is perfect, if they can completely control themselves, and then goes on to address the tongue. Such a significant thing are words. And if you reflect back on your life, I imagine that, that without a whole lot of time, you can think of a time where somebody said something to you that just was the most amazing thing. You felt so built up, so encouraged, so impressed, so amazed. And maybe you can think of a time where somebody said something to you that cut so deeply that it's stuck with you your entire life. I can think of people, it makes me angry when I hear people say it just because it, it bugs me so much. But I've encountered people where somebody said to them as a child something like, you're stupid, or you'll never learn this, or you should find something else in life because this is beyond you. I got so upset one day, um, my daughter came to me to ask me for help with physics. And uh, it was only physics 10. And physics 10 at home isn't that difficult. It's mostly trigonometry. You know, you're, you're, the kids are starting to learn, you know, force and, and these different things and how you calculate all this stuff. And it's, it's actually not that hard once you get it. The trick is getting it. But their teacher at the high school, had, had, you know, somebody said, I don't understand this. And instead of the teacher taking the time to back up and find out where 
they had got lost. And trying to help them understand said, look, this is hard stuff. If you don't get this, you're never going to get it. Basically condemned the students to either if you don't get this automatically, then you have no hope of getting this and it's too hard for you and you should give up. So I resolved to go speak to the, to the teacher about this and I thought he shouldn't call himself a teacher, but we won't go into